we'll all have a laugh about when Troy lost his head at half time or when Ben <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say one story just come back to my head oh no you I lost- know what story he's gonna tell as well <laughs> I know what story he's gonna tell everybody, I'm Ben Foster. Welcome to another episode of the Fozcast. Today we have an actual guest in the studio with us. Before we get into who it is, and I know the top might be a little bit of a giveaway, Tomasi, you okay, mate? I'm good. Good. You really got good. Um, you got shoes on today, not showing your scabby toes, huh? Yeah, getting a bit of grief for the old um, trotter toes last week. <sighs> Horrible, mate. I don't weird. want to see that on my telly, all right, ever again, okay? <laughs> I don't think the audience did either. No, we don't. Fair. So yeah, trainers are on, but looking forward to this one. Okay, me too. I am absolutely buzzing for this one. Like I said, the top, it might be a little bit of a giveaway. It's a bit tight for me. However, the guy sitting opposite me right now, Troy Deeney. What's that, Nick? Love it. Welcome to the Fozcast, Choi D. Thank you for having me. Um, before we get into any of the chit chat, and we've got loads to talk about, absolutely loads, right? One of the first things we do on this channel, right, is we have like a little bit of an icebreaker, okay? Okay. And is is a question. So you need to give us your answers to this question. And we haven't prompted you on this, so you don't know what we're about to and ask. I, okay? I mean, this is the most anticipated one yet, because I think you're <laughs> going to give us a, a couple of belting answers. Okay. okay. So, so the question we normally ask is, if you could pick three people, dead, alive, famous, non-famous, no matter what it is, to go out on a session with, on the lash, yeah? Ooh. To have a lovely time, who are you picking? Now, honestly, don't feel pressured into giving us three because most of the time people now, give us one. you've got to go for three. Go okay, on. try and give us three. But most of the time they only give us one. So Gaza. give us yours. Who? Gaza. Gaza. Standard. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's got to go with Gaza. I'd go with you. You make me yes, laugh. Yes, you, you can stay at a good pace. Well, is that who's they saying he's solid drinks the drink down his neck? He's a solid, drink. solid drinker. Yeah. He doesn't get carried away. He yeah. knows what he likes to drink and he stays at it. Boom. I like people like that. Exactly. Oh, and then I would go Vinnie Jones. Oh, it's oh, good. That's a yeah. good one. Just in case it went a bit left field, he can, <laughs> he can handle all the trouble. I think you'll be all right. I think he's trying. I'm a reformed character. <laughs> Either way, I'm still hiding behind you. <laughs> so, so that is our first icebreaker question. I have thought of another question though that I really want to start asking people, okay? It's a good one and I think it's going to be about him on going forward. Your first teenage crush. Oh, Ooh. Troy Deeney's first teenage crush who was it it's going to be like very sad but Jessica Rabbit mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cartoon, yeah, cartoon yeah. Jessica Rabbit was fit ass no, is yeah. this what you're into yeah, yeah. cartoon a bit, <laughs> they call it anime anime is it yeah, yeah. That's, that's a little thing, bit like, that's a little yeah. bit close. no I'm with you I know what you're saying yeah, that's she was, uh, yeah she was like every time she come on I think because of that an early teenager there was a few little <laughs> <laughs> took, took it into the top of the trousers job <laughs> I used to do that at school when you stood up against it and you'd touch anyway let's move on alright right, right. yeah. <laughs> okay then so Troy you have just after 11 years at Watford captain yeah. 419 appearances 140 goals Watford FC just in the last few days made a transfer, a big, huge transfer to Birmingham City. Excited? Oh, buzzing, mate, yeah. A little bit sad as well, obviously, time at Watford, the way it ended. Um, As you know, I I did love that place. I put heart and soul into it. Um, Probably gave a little bit too much at times. Uh, Used to calm me down, didn't you? So, no, sad, but happy to be at a place where instantly felt the love, not just from uh, fans, but from inside the club. And... um, Going over a lot of expectation and pressure, but also like 
good pressure. Like if I score goals, it's going to be uh, you know really well received. Whereas I thought there was always that little bit of Watford when he started scoring, it was kind of like oh yeah, he's done that before. But mm. we want the they were waiting for the next guy to come through. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, really excited, really enjoyed it so far. A couple of days in, it's been really good fun. Mate, you will score goals. Come on, it's yeah, Troy Deeney for, sure. for frigging out. Like, like I, I, I've told this story to you. Like, and you always piss yourself laughing when I tell it as well. <laughs> is before like that. Everybody knows that Troy's a big Blues fan. Yeah, everybody knows Troy's a big Blues fan. And whenever we used to travel to away games and stuff like that, whenever it was, especially in the Midlands, Wolves, Birmingham, yeah. Villa, anyone like that, we'd go for a little walk in the daytime and stuff like that. Even in the hotels, we had it in the hotels a couple of times for God's sake. Sometimes. And like you'd have Blues fans coming up and they'd be going, Troy, Troy, love you, Troy, love you, Troy. And I was literally stood next to him a couple of times I'm thinking you twats like <laughs> I've like played for the club I've won a medal what a cool final with you so now I can understand like the Blues fans are absolutely buzzing from it and straight away I think you would have seen it as well as everybody mm. else you saw the reaction and the reception that you got from the Blues fans it's been incredible wasn't it yeah I'm looking forward to uh, I'm hopeful give you an exclusive I'm hearing that the third stand is open because I've only got two stands open yeah yeah uh, so I'm hearing the third stand is going to be open for Derby nice so Friday night Friday night Boom. under the lights yeah they've already sold out of my my shirt already so yeah it's going it's going really well mate I'm I'm honestly taken aback by it you know like bit gobsmacked even my mum's like I did tell my mum I was moving I tried to keep it really low key and then as soon as it happened she's like what have you done my phone's ringing like everyone's asking for shirts and so yeah it's good fun by the way I was asking for a shirt before you say anything <laughs> I was asking for a shirt by the way I said mate can you bring me a Dini um, blue shirt please and have a look at this bad boy it's tight as you like by the way this is a large have a look how tight it is <laughs> <laughs> I am breathing in like you would not believe but look at that Signed by the big man himself. He's beautiful, this top, mate. I ain't even got one yet. That's the Have first you not? One. Yeah, it's the first one. No, I do the, appreciate you bringing the, it in. What uh, was you going to say to Massey Gonsal? Sorry. No, no, just <laughs> saying, like, with Blues, was that was that always part of, not the plan as in I'm going to yeah. be, but did you always think I will play for Blues at some point? No, the complete opposite, actually. I didn't want to, because I'm quite a private person, believe it or not, for someone that talks as much as me. When I get home, I just, the gate's shut, and like, I'm family man, I'm a completely different person, so... I didn't really want to live in the fishbowl of yeah. all eyes on and, you know, going, as we say, when we get the train, it, again, same, similar thing to what he said, but people were like, oh, are you coming home? When are you coming home? All of that kind of stuff. Um, but it just come at a perfect time. Honestly, like a week ago, I thought I was signing a new deal at Watford and then within four or five days, I've moved club and it is what it is. So you... Um, you know, football moves quickly and you have to move yeah. with it. So it's just a perfect crossroads, really. It's interesting you say about, you know, kept it like on the down low because with a lot of transfers, you hear chitter-chatter the mm -hmm. weeks leading up to it, but it was like, boom, done. Yeah. And it was like, well, okay. Yeah, it was it was that. And I think um, when I did play in a Carabao Cup game on the Tuesday, people started like piecing together, but no one knew where I was going because ultimately I didn't until the weekend. Yeah. Um, had a lot of offers from, you know, for big clubs and, and abroad and that as well. So just try to find what what uh, fitted me and the family. That's the main thing. So I think, so my, I think one question I've got is, I remember speaking to you when, so like it's been agreed, like you, you've come to an amicable, 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 oh my God. Amicable? Amicable agreement yeah. with Watford, okay. To, to leave, you're gonna, you're gonna part, that's fine. It is what it is. At that point then, I remember speaking to you that night and you said, I'm just going to do my medical now. Yeah. I'm doing my medical. So was how does that work? Do you do your own medical at that point? No. So with it being a bank holiday, uh, if it was shut Monday, so Craig Gardner just pulled in some favours and uh, 
ended up being in Little Aston. Ah, uh, uh, nice. So okay, they, yeah. yeah. It's that quick though, yeah. It's that quick. It was like phone, get me in. So I got my knees and my ankles scanned. Yeah. And then that came back. Sun- I did that Saturday. Sunday, they put me through my paces with a medical in the training ground. But again, trying to keep it so quiet. So I think five people knew wow. at that point. So um, they didn't even tell security. So they kind of removed security as I drove Incredible. in. Just because the way wow. everyone was chatting. So, um, and then... Monday it was done about six o'clock we were done but I'd already done agreed to do the uh, the f- farewell message with Watford yeah so I didn't want to drop that at six and then at like ten past six that was a nice touch that by the way yeah it was lovely so touch that, I agreed to do that because I wanted to say bye on my own terms yeah um, and I couldn't do it on a football he said so I wanted to make sure I could do it that way so yeah. all my own words and came out alright it was nice mate it was a good job I think Blues have done a good job of announcing it and like you say keeping yeah. it quiet as well because it was my boy JK weren't it who announced yeah. it kind of thing you see <laughs> I saw the little uh, Blues tweet that they put out of him yeah. just kind of smirking like, and as soon as I saw that I thought boom it's done it's done <laughs> That's it, that's it. Um, have you had a chance to get back into Watford FC yet, into the changing rooms, into the training ground, uh, see everybody say goodbye or anything like that yet? Yeah, I did. When was that? Uh, you guys were off Monday. Yeah. So uh, I went in Monday. I haven't saw all the lads because it's just... Everyone, it's international yeah, as well, isn't it? everywhere. So I'll probably try and do that at some point. But I've had lo- really nice messages off some boys as well, which... Uh, have you um, have you cleaned your locker out yet? Did that Monday. Damn! He had a Garmin watch in there, yeah. right? <laughs> he had this Garmin, and I had a little route for it the other day, and I thought, if he don't come back for this, I'm swiping the life out of this <laughs> Garmin. Um, you've got a bit of a rep for going through... Um the old lockers of players, haven't you? Mate, if they're not going to leave it, I'm just, can I, I'll take it, mate. I took a couple of his cans of deodorant, all right? He ain't going to miss them. It's I'm fine. not going to lie, I was fuming. <laughs> I, walked back in, I walked back in with DJ. So I did, at uh, the start of the season, I bought everyone deodorants and everyone showers. Shampoo, yeah, yeah. Every time I go to my place, someone's took, you know, one of my things and I'm getting the, like, the drabs of it. Yeah. So I bought everybody one. So I thought, no one could complain. That'll last at least a month. I had six in my space to get me through the season. I come back, I was like, I don't, I got five. I'm fine. Four were gone. <laughs> I was left with half of one, and I was like, "Fuzz wouldn't do that." I was looking around trying to work it out, but I definitely did, did do that, <laughs> mate. To be fair, we're the only guys that used to buy the shampoo. Me and yeah, Troy yeah. were literally the only ones who would buy the shampoo. So you'd get into you get into the shower. You've trained and stuff like that. That you just want to go and have a shower, wash your hair, wash your mm-hmm. body, all that kind of. And there's no shampoo in there. There's no body wash. There's no nothing. So most of the time, I'm having to go into the toilet, get hand sanitizer or hand wash, honestly, and I'm having a shower with hand wash. It's like frigging out, lads. Come on, somebody else put their hand in the pocket or something. You buying the sweets on the coaches? Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of where it got. So I got the sh- shower gels and the sprays. He got all yeah, the, all the, uh, the goodies, sweets and bits but, and yeah, bobs. We're just too nice, up not we, mate? We are, mate. We're nice people. Um, first world problems, by the way. I know, yeah. 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 Imagine yeah. this nightmare. Like um, <laughs> It is sad in the change room, isn't it? Because there's been a massive turnaround in players at yeah. Watford at the minute. So, like the the old school people that were here when I first signed, people people like you, Andre Gray, Shalaba, um, well. well, yeah, mm-hmm. like just gone. Like, do you know what I mean? And now you're taking your plaques off the top of your things, yeah, like your I lockers. Thought they might retire my locker. I know. Oh, no, I'm. I'm I might jump in there because it's a corner spot. <laughs> yeah. It's like finding like a statue yet, Troy. You never know. You never. I know. think you yeah. might have to actually. To be fair, it's a good shout. You know. Yeah. Like, well, Eleven years. Let's hope that the people can get in there and uh, in the in the comments of that. 
you have to get a petition for me. Yeah, well, yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right. Anyway, let's take it back. Okay. So um, I was watching, well, your tubes, you think the video you did with tubes, by the yeah. way, is a fantastic channel, isn't it? By the yeah, way, tubes is the man. Yeah. Tubes is the man. Um, you touch on the prison a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And I don't really want to go into the details of, you know, how and why and all that kind of stuff. But obviously, guys, Troy has just released a book as well. So if you want to read a little bit more about this, of how it all happened, how he ended up in prison and how it all works, all that kind of stuff, please, I'll put a link in the description down below. Go and buy his book it's a balter okay um the questions i've got though surrounding prison okay mm. so i i don't know much about prison right i've never been in one i've never seen one mm. the thought of it scares the life out of me honestly <laughs> it scares i the think you'd be banging trouble mate no i would honestly I, he's, honestly he's a good looking chap can you yeah, exactly <laughs> can you imagine though it would it would scare the life out yeah, of me of going to prison right and I think I just need to know how it works, basically. So, okay. when, so say you've been found guilty, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, at this point, do you get to go home and pack a bag or anything like that? No, no, no. So, you know, when you know you're going to get be sentenced, uh, a career criminal would take a bag with him, or go in in a tracksuit or something like that. But I was told to present myself in a way, so I had a suit on, like a, a proper suit. Um, George, ten months, Mister Deeney, bang, shorts. You're literally in a room similar this size, and then you go out a back door, which takes you straight downstairs to the holding cells. So you don't get to give your missus and kids a kiss by or anything like that. It's just like straight wow. down. Your your time starts now, essentially, um, and then you get put in those the vans you see up and down yeah, the motorway, yeah, yeah, the white yeah. vans with the blacked out windows, tiny little windows at the yeah, top. Yeah, put, yeah. It, put in those. They they are very snug. Really, yeah, really tight. So my one had uh, six or seven. Maybe six to eight people was in it, but um, yeah, in that, and you could just about see out the window. Um, straight to, for me it was straight to Winston Green. So um, so Winston's Green is that it's a bit of a you know a proper prison, yeah. Yeah, it's a proper prison. Proper yeah, prison. Yeah. I think it's a cat A or cat B wow. jail, one of the two. Um, but yeah, straight to there. Um, I'd miss food and everything, so I didn't eat because you, you're in that hold itself for a few hours until they're ready, until all the court proceedings for the day are done, and then you go. So it's not like you come down and the taxi's waiting, you just send you there. It's like once court finished for the day. So I was downstairs for a few hours and then we got transferred. As soon as you walk in, it's like take all of that off, all the nice stuff off. How old are you at this point, sorry? 22. And you're at Watford at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, 22. Yeah, 22. My son was what, a few months old. Um, and yeah, played for Watford. Meant to be living the dream, but... I had all the stuff going on with my dad dying and that. Yeah, As you yeah. say, in the book, you can you can read uh, where my head was at more. Yeah, sure, never try sure. and make a, an excuse for it because it's not you know it's non excusable. But you learn from it as well, though. Don't of course, you? I think yeah. it's one of the biggest things. I think for you, even in like sorry, just to get away no, from fine. that for a sec, just even in like the three or four years I've been at Watford, the change in you mm -hmm. in sort of that three or four years, you can see it's massive. Like, and I'm sure, yeah. like from what you've come from as well, like honestly, it's nice to see though. Do you know what I mean? Because oh, like I said, we've had so many conversations on the train, like coming in and out of London and frigging yeah. back up to Birmingham and stuff like that. And I think what, what I always thought about you is how you used to be, especially anyway, is like you would just fly off the handle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think as you get older, you just learn to just be a lot more calm and you know, yeah. you just understand stuff. Anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, I just, you know what I mean? I appreciate you saying that. Um, I am trying. There's a little little Hulk version of me inside. That's I've seen it. I've seen it. Oh, guys, I've seen it. And you don't want to see it, honestly. You don't want to see it. When, when it comes out of Troy, woof, get yeah. back, all right? So, um, yeah, so when, when that happens, I went straight to Winston Green Jail and I missed food there. So I didn't eat for like nearly nearly two days in the end because 
you go to a holding cell there while they're figuring out your paperwork. Um, and I said, they take all your stuff off. You get like a crappy tracksuit. It's like a blue tracksuit, I think. I think it's a blue tracksuit there. Yeah, like a blue tracksuit. And you get like this, like a hotel thing. So toothbrush and some uh, toothpaste to get you through the first couple of days. Um, but then I was got put, just opened a cell. There's a geezer already in there. Toilet. So What's he like? What was the guy like? Funny enough, he went to my school. So I already knew him. Was, you knew yeah. him? Yeah, he was a couple of years older than me, but he went went to the same school as me and uh, was from the area. So I ended up being all right. But the bed was like, if you can imagine, use this as the cell. Bed was against the wall there. Toilet was there. Sink was there. That's it. And like, Tight. Like, do I do I go for a shit now or not? Because <laughs> he's on the bottom bunk. It's like, yeah. no, I'll hold it. <laughs> Does it get to a point where you have to go, sorry, mate, this yeah, is going to be a like problem a little, this There's one. a little break in there, obviously, for, you know, to go out and stuff. So that's kind of that half an hour is like a little unwritten rule that- Yeah, you do your best. go in that time, yeah, yeah. So with like, one of the questions I was going to ask was like, so did you have like a set, what, the same guy for the whole time you were there? No, or? no, no. So that was the holding night. Then the following morning, um, I got, just because I opened the door, you're going to wing C. I got put on K wing because I was low risk. So, which is like the working wing. So they just opened it. I didn't know it at the time, obviously, but you're going to wing K, open the door, out. And just pushes you what, in there. to go and get a job basically you you no, so you're, like, so find- you're on you're on the um sorry i need to describe it better so you're on the prison wings but there's like so many different wings under prisons yeah but uh, you come through and he goes you're on wing k opens that door with the big you know chains as you can imagine push the door you're there problem shuts the door another guy meets you at the other end and then you walk through you're in that cell the guy i was with was a was a chef he got shipped out after three days the next guy was doing fraud. He got shipped out after a week. And then I got moved out after 10 days. Was there a bit of a buzz about it being Troy Deeney, a footballer? No, it was the opposite, actually. It was more of a target on my back. Really? Yeah, because they assume that you're rich. And people. And to put it into perspective, it's like a t- canteen shop. So if you have 100 quid, you're living large for like two, three months off that. So um, it's a bit opposite. And the first day I was a bit like try to get a feel for my surroundings. And the and the best thing about it, he won't mind me saying it, but one of my good friends was already in there for like three years. So yeah, he, yeah. he'd come down and sorted me out and told me the ropes, like you don't borrow off anyone. So if someone goes, oh, here you go, mate, there's a drink. Uh-uh. Like you might be naive and go, oh, nice one, but you owe him two now. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to pay by Friday. And I didn't have any money at the time. I didn't I didn't set anything up. So one of a, another one of my friends had sent some money in and yeah, managed to get me through the first five or six days. So yeah. so what was, so say like a, a daily, like a day in the life of you in yeah. prison, what was a day in the life like? Oh, that, that was that was the easiest part because it was routine and structure. Yeah, yeah. And as you know, we're good with that. <laughs> so, so seven, eight o'clock, there was like banging the door trying to get you to wake up. D- uh, breakfast was like eight, 8.30. Go down to a serving hatch, get your food, go back to your room. You had your own plate and like knife and fork. That was yours. You like had to wash it and all that yourself, all plastic. Um, and then I didn't get a job in there. So then it's like from nine till about 12 was like all the rubbish. Jeremy Kyle, um, Jeremy Kyle. Seriously, I just chilling, watching telly? Room, watch, yeah. Wow. But you get idle though, mate, just because yeah. we're active as well. So just more your head gets in it because the door's short. You can't go out on the landing door short and you've, you're have you chilling out, watching telly, out for uh, lunch. And then 
an hour of walking around, around the yard, stretch your legs. They have a gym or anything like that? Yeah, um, I got allowed to go to the gym after the third day. So they, they basically, they, it's your, um, your risk assessment, basically. So if you're more likely to be aggressive, they're not going to put you in there with weights and all other lads because your testosterone will go through the roof. Uh, so by day three, I was allowed to go to the gym for like 45 minutes. Smashing it about. Smashing yeah. it about, yeah. And no one's doing cardio. It's all heavyweights. And, Bench yeah. press. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder press. So when I came out, I was like... I was like, was you massive? Yeah, yeah, I was massive. And was that was, a problem trying to get back into football then, was it? Uh, no, because I kind of got... Because I got moved from there to Warrington. Yeah. Um, and again, that was in, in one day. So like I was woke up in the morning. You're not told about this? No, no, no. Just in your morning, pack your stuff. you got half an hour, you're going. Where? You just go in. Then you go again downstairs into the holding rooms. And you're not told where you're going until you get on a bus. So, so right. This so is there's mad, a lot yeah. of information. No, sorry, it's mad. I find it mad. Like it's <laughs> like there's no information. You don't know one day to the next where you're going to be or what you're mm. doing. If you've got a job or anything like that, what you're going to be able to do when you. So when you leave jail and you're in for three months in total, yeah. Yeah. So when you leave jail and you was so when you left, you were at Warrington, yeah. Yeah, I went to Warrington, which is a cat cat D jail, which is kind of like a long time uh, offenders go there to like reintegrate with society okay. so they'll get weekends at home and get jobs and stuff okay yeah so so when you're leaving there do you know your due date basically do you know when you're good to go when you're out uh, you, you get a rough idea but you still have to jump through hoops to do it because like one mess up and they yeah. can extend it and you've got to do the full sentence so like for me I had to do drug and alcohol awareness courses see a psychologist do all of the um, like the English, math, science, like I had to do all the classes and all of that kind of thing just to keep on, make sure that I came home after. Like, I'm sorry, for, I, this fascinated, isn't it? Like it yeah. does, it scares yeah, me. Yeah, like well, I'm nervous, well, like you, asking the question because it scares the no, life man, out yeah, of me, honestly. When you, when you go to Warrington, obviously you're not from the Northwest. No. So like when you come out, you get released, you walk out the door. Is it like, I'm guessing that I'm not going to pay for you for a taxi to go home? No, I managed to sort it out. So by that time I'd got everything sorted. So had money in my account, I could use the phones and, this is like, this is the weird thing why I get so frustrated with my iPhone because I'm so used to just using that now. But I've memorized like eight numbers. I used to write letters every day. Like all of these different things because you had to do it. Whereas now I'm like, I don't even know my own number. You get lazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, I managed to sort that out. I had a few visits as well, which was which was nice along the way just to break up the week and stuff. So, no, it was good. It was good. And I managed to get a lift home and... Uh, the only the only thing I hated with that I, I lied to my son the whole way my oldest boy um, I lied to him like said I was out the way at football camp and we we're on preseason yeah, yeah, yeah. he was only like one and a half two yeah and then he needed a wee so the ex missus at the time brought him in and he saw me coming out so ah, do you know like okay. he saw me still kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. in that way and then I had all my stuff over my shoulder to so to, it must be really hard to know how to how do you approach exactly. something like that mm -hmm. when you got kids and yeah. it's really it's really difficult decision to make is like especially like you say if he's one yeah he doesn't understand the world does he? Well, what what happened then as years progressed, um, I still kept that lie up essentially until it was about seven yeah and then kids at school you know kids are spiteful Talking, and they, they don't yeah, care yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, and they just they told him so he kind of just had that conversation with him and then I had another conversation with him last year actually because now he's got Google and he's at the iPad. He's, he's 12 yeah. now. So 
another conversation as to why. And I think I'll probably have another one, yeah. a few more yeah. years down the line, just to explain to what's going it's on. It's nice but- that you think like that though, isn't it? Because like actually with Ben and the YouTube channel mm. and everything like that, we've um, produced certain types of content. Yeah. And there's times where we want to kind of push the envelope a little bit. Yeah. But we always come back to it and say, we've got kids, but both our lads are 11. Yeah. You know, obviously Ben's got a daughter, I've got another son. And we kind of say, the world's at their fingertips. So yeah. we, we've got to kind of be sensible be about careful. it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think that's on the parents though. Yeah. I think, um, you know, a lot of accountability needs to go on the parents. We can manage what the kids see and yeah. how much they see to an extent. Um, but I think if you raise your kids properly, they're going to be uh, intuitive and want to think about things, but also if they can come to you and ask a question. Yeah. Like I know how Ben is as well, similar to me, but I want my kids to be able to talk to me. Yeah. Come up and say, Dad, I just heard about, I don't know, sex, let's say he's 15. Oh, what, what's all that about? I want to be able to have that yeah. conversation. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. him to hide from me. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's, it's tough because as kids, we would never, I'd never ask my mum or dad. Oh, anything. heck no. Just try and figure it out. It's a different world, isn't different it? Different world, it is a mate, different yeah. world. But so that's, so you've left prison now integrating back into football. Mm-hmm. So you're still at Watford, okay? Mm-hmm. So they kept your contract going, yeah? They forgot I was there. What? Gino took over. So Gino <laughs> took over. So basically, I went to jail in June. Yeah, June. So, of course, end of the season. Yeah. So I. Yeah. So basically, my dad. Good time in them, really. Yeah, my dad died in May, and I was basically meant to be sentenced in May. I put an appeal in to give me an extra two weeks because I didn't want to go there in the cuffs and all yeah, of that. Yeah. So I um I buried my dad on the Friday and went to jail on the Monday wow. in June. And then Gino took over in July, I believe. Yeah. And then with them, like, getting rid of Daishi, bringing his Zola, all the players, like, no one even cared about me. It's kind of outside, out yeah, of mind yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and then yeah. I think, I think Vids asked for number nine or, no, Chris Ulumu asked for number nine, I think. And they were like, who's number nine? Somebody's got it, I can't yeah. remember. And then they were like, who's that then? <laughs> like, yeah. Dini, like, who is that? We've not wow. Seen, we've not seen him. And then at that point, I only had two weeks left of my sentence. Um, and we knew we were coming home. So they kind of went, all right, we'll just we'll just wait and see as long as he's you know paid his dues or whatever. And I came home on tag as well. So I really? had an ankle, uh, ankle yeah. bracelet on as well. So I got released, um, got home and did all of that. They they come and fit it. So you get a box. Some, some uh, it was a woman actually come out, put this box in one of the rooms and then they kind of set it up with like a, a perimeter. Yeah. So you could go in the back garden, but I couldn't go in the front. Wow. And then it was like, so if I stepped out my front door before the times, that that box went so off. So what about training then? Yeah, you, seven till seven, I was allowed out. Uh, and then seven, got a tag after seven. Yeah, okay. So then- A curfew and, time. Yeah, curfew. So if I stepped out at 10 past seven, that box would go off. Wow. And if you didn't answer the phone, then they'd send police out and say like, yeah. you know, but I think if you did that two or three times, you'd go back and finish your sentence. So so what was that first day like back in training? I what was it like? What mate, were the lads like? This, this, it was brilliant because I didn't know anyone. Similarly to like blues, really. I just yeah. walked in, I didn't know anyone, but I had a massive afro. I had like, I was proper hench as well. I was, <laughs> was yeah. yeah, I was proper hench. <laughs> like, um, Lifting more than what you do now, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, throwing all sorts around. Oh. And um, I, so I came back, I think I came back on a Wednesday, um, and I wasn't supposed to come back because they kind of went, oh, let's get to Friday. And I was like, no, because if they keep waiting, like let me just you know I'm on full fright so I went straight in saw Zola and he was like oh we've got seven strikers you know you can work your way back in I was like I'll be back in a week 
like I'm training tomorrow yeah. and in a week's time I'll be playing and he was a bit like oh yeah whatever guys can I sorry just to butt in there right I've seen I've got to say mate you are one of the most sort of dedicated like professionals I have ever seen like he talks about chucking weights around in the gym right sometimes I'll be floating around like I do sort of hello blah blah blah, blah that kind of stuff and I'll walk through the gym right and it'll be dead quiet and I'll just walk around the corner and he'll be in the little weights part of the gym, right? He'll I've have his headphones on. Honestly, he'll have his headphones on, right? And he has got the biggest frigging weights you've seen ever on everything. And he just does it. Like, and I know not even to bother talking to him. I'll look at him and he'll be sweating his tits off, right? And I'll just I'll just give him a nod. And, he, and then you're walking around with your GoPro and Troy's probably thinking, oh my, Piss look off, at this. I don't, I don't mind the GoPro. You know it is? He's being very modest because... Ben is actually one of the reasons I work so hard because whenever I, you get in, at, let's say we're in at nine for 10. If you get in, at, I get in a bit earlier, let's say quarter two. And I'm like, oh, I'll just go straight into the gym. He's already done an hour on the bike. He's dripping and whatever. Then you're like, well, if he's doing it, I've got to do it. Yeah, I'm trying to get on the bike as much as I can for him. But he just does like an hour at 300 watts. And it's like, and he's still texting and stuff. And he just demoralizes. Yeah, I hear, what, <laughs> I hear what you're saying though. But I know that... Um there's a little bit of jealousy from Fozzie towards yourself because 300 watts for an hour is one thing, very, very good, but max power tests. Yeah, there was a little stage. He's never spoke about this. Funny, yeah, that, yeah, funny that. There's Don't little, talk about it. I came into, in the off season just yeah. to enter it quickly and there was a board there yeah. and he, he weren't at the top of but it. Do you know what he did as well? He set these little things to start. And it was fun at the start. Yeah. It's like, I'll do this, do this because he was the only one on the bike. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll have a go. And I did the uh, 500 meter sprint. And I think I was like a second off him. And I was like, oh, I'll do it again then. And he was like, yeah, like tomorrow. I was like, nah, now, now, yeah. He went and did like three or four of them. Yeah. And I smashed it out and I beat him. And I was like, yes. The next morning he was in there and he was shouting. And I was like, he doesn't normally get angry. I was like, what's the matter, man? He's like, I can't do it. I can't get angry. <laughs> About a week later, he beat me anyway. But yeah, to start with, it was, it was all good. On work. the Max Power ones, am I right in saying you were around the 2000 watt mark? He got a 2000 at once. I saw him get that a 2000. Is, I never yeah. wrote that on the board. I couldn't face it. Yeah. Because yeah. I know I can't get a 2000. So I leave it <laughs> with a 1800 or something like that. But he got a 2000 once. It was incredible as well. But do you know what it got? It got so competitive, right? That we were doing, so Max Power basically, guys, is basically you get on the bike and you will just go, ah! you put yeah, it in a hard five, gear five, seconds, and you're right. just munting it as hard as you can for literally like say five, 10 seconds, right? I was doing, and I was always the best. And I was like, yeah, it's a doddle this, it's a doddle. Were you about 1100 watch? No, it was decent, no, it was it decent. Was decent. <laughs> and then he's come in, blew it out of the water. Andre's come in, blew me out of the water again. I'm like, for so then I go again. I eventually beat him after about a week or something. He starts doing leg weights. He <laughs> starts doing leg weights just to beat me on the frigging max power test. It was, and he did. He absolutely smashed it. <laughs> so I wonder why all the Watford uh, strikers had legs like that for yeah, about three months. It's Fozzie's fault, and that's why yeah. none, none of them are there now. So if we just kind of go, go back, so obviously we got yes, no, 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 so, no so obviously you started at Chelm Chelmsley. Yeah, Chelmsley. Is that Town, right? Yeah. And then to Walsall yeah. now at Walsall I was obviously Wikipedia's every pod uh, pod host's best friend isn't it so with Walsall um, you kind of came in and when Chris Hutchins came in yeah. uh, what I, what from the research is you started banging goals in yeah. now for a, a fan and a kind of like everyday kind of general football fan is that a kind of and this isn't anything against anyone but is that a kind of coincidence or did you just find your feet or was it something specific that that manager spoke to you about or worked with you and it just clicked 
Um, no, it's a good question. It's, it's probably like a three-pronged answer. Sorry, so I forgot to give you the long answer of it is I came in 18 months before that. So I was like on a building site, generally on yeah. a building site before that, playing with my mates, getting drunk, having a laugh, get extended by a year. I started off as a right winger, then I started <laughs> Shut that. up. I swear <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> he has got lovely feet to be fair to him. He has got lovely feet. Right, right winger, then as a striker. And then I kind of got in the back end of that year, you know, as young boys do, God have got in, I was like 19. And then Chris Hutchins came in and they they told me that you're starting and they gave me the number nine. So right. this was more in the days when one to 11 meant something. Whereas yeah. now, like yeah, 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 number yeah. 45, no one- Burnley did it the other day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Burnley, yeah. Burnley did it yeah. first time in 20 odd years or something. Wow. Yeah, wow. so like then like getting the number nine, you knew you were playing kind of thing. And he gave me that. And then all pre-season, he was just like, you're playing, you're starting. And it just- I don't know, like the responsibility, I suppose, yeah. put it on me and, and I enjoyed it. I had good people around me. Um, Darren Byfield was, you know, my stride yeah. partner at the time, but Michael Ricketts came in as well. Yeah, yeah. And then I had um, Tommy Mooney the year before. Yeah. So I had proper grounding, like old school, you miss a shot, two you press ups. Told. Yeah, two press ups every time you miss a shot. You miss two on the bounce. Box to box, like he still does that now. By the way, I've got to say, fair, but it's that's what I mean. This is where like you learn stuff as a youngster, and you just carry it on all the way through. So we'll do a shooting session at Watford, for example, and if he misses the target, that is fine. If you hit the crossbar or post on it, or a little bit wide or something like that, but if he scuffs one, if he drags one, if it's crap technique straight away he's down on the floor two press ups boom get up it's like that hooking into something of like yeah. I don't like doing that so don't do it again kind of yeah. thing it was wicked it today, first time at Blues and they all went what are you doing what are you doing yeah. <laughs> like yeah. middle of a, a game, um, small sided game yeah. I dragged one I was like oh, three press ups got up and ran back in and the guy was like what was that for? Yeah. I was like, oh, it's just something I've done for years, mate. I'm a bit of a weirdo, so. Yeah, but it's good though, isn't it? Because both of you ne never went through all the academies, did you? Neither no, no. Yeah. Was it Racing Club? Racing Club, Club Racing Warwick. Racing, Racing Club, Club Racing Club Nice, Warwick. mate. Sorry, yeah. Because your yeah. boys play, have played football against each other, haven't they? Yeah. I remember coming to, I came to watch Ben's lad and he was playing your lad before COVID. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was one game yeah. where my son got a bit aggressive and had to calm him down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brilliant. He lost his head. Yeah. He's got, he? got a bit of his dad in him. Yeah. Without yeah. doubt. He's like, <laughs> it's wicked though. I, I think that was the it. game I was at actually. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. wicked. Honestly, I love to say that, that game we're talking about in particular, you guys, like our kids played against each other opposite teams. And like I say, my son's a bit like that as well, mm. kind of thing. He, he's a winner. He just wants yeah, to yeah. win. So he'll go flying into tackles. He'll put it about. He'll he put it yeah. about. But the same, like you're exactly the same sort of thing. Like yeah. just putting it about, flying into tackles, then watching them thinking, this is incredible. Yeah, like, but the thing is, that's the thing though. Like I, I watched the game on both your lads play and it's kind of like and it was really good to watch because you know at that age it is just Four at that months. age some kids don't fully commit do they yeah, and yeah, they yeah. can put, dangle foots in but they're like Four hammering into full blooded. And you're like, and you know the best part about all of that is we're like the professionals we're the quietest parents there. Yeah, Everybody yeah. else is like, get into him. Yeah. Do this. I know. I know it's that. You be... were walking around the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Just having a little walk around the yeah. pitch. Fozzie's just kind of standing on his own. Yeah, in the background. Just try and stay out of the way. I think when you've been in the limelight like we have, it's kind of like their time now. Yeah. Kind of back away from it and just try and be dad. But if you're, if you're standing in one place for too long, then so, all the parents are going to come, they'll come yeah. over. Yeah, they do, don't yeah, they? Yeah. And, and everyone's a manager, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And their kids are the, like the new Mbappe and all <laughs> yeah. of that. So it's hard to lie to their face at it after a while. But um, now, my son, I don't know about yours, my son gets embarrassed by it. So that's why I always try and keep on the move. Cause yeah. I always see mid game, he has like a little Watch glance him. to see if I'm watching, if I'm talking to somebody on the way home. I'll be like, 
didn't even watch. I was like, it was 10 seconds. I saw the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Enough. So that was Walsall then. And then obviously to oh, Watford. Oh yeah, sorry. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, talking yeah. about kids there. Mate, that's yeah. we, uh, <laughs> it's the it's, it goes, this is how right? <laughs> the podcast work. It's tangent central, well, isn't it? Right. But on to Watford. So, and then there was, a, so obviously you've played for three now we're blues, but four teams in yeah. Watford, 11 seasons, 11, 11 years, season 12. Yeah. 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 Amazing time at the club, like mm. some massive moments, couple that obviously really spring to mind, but what's yeah. the, the, the biggest one for you? I think uh, I know the answer. But. No, the biggest one for me, it actually not because everyone goes Leicester and that goal, um, because for me, that was, I, I don't like losing. I hate losing. So that was a good win, but we then lost the final. Yeah, of course. Kevin Phillips scored an unbelievable yeah. penalty and we lose. And also that capped off the year of being in jail because I started that year in jail. That's right, yeah. It's really? Like, is that that yeah. season? 2012, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah. fair dues then. So you've yeah. come back and absolutely smashed it yeah, then. Yeah, so I started that year in jail. So I didn't actually play my first game, I think, till October, September, October time. Wow. And then I scored 20 that year and obviously we got but to the th I love final. that mentality though that, that although it was a massive moment, you lost yeah. the final, but it's like it wasn't quite... As yeah. a team, job done, I yeah, guess, yeah. was it? Exactly. But we watched it this morning, me and Frank, the editor, and we were kind of just watching it. And like, you look, we look at it and you, and we actually said, you cannot write. You mm -hmm. cannot write that finish they, to a game. No, no. <laughs> okay, let me tell, I, I've told him this story as well. Like, and the amount of times I've said, mate, I watched it. It came, it, cause it always just gets dredged right, up. Right, so just, back on, just, don't just it? quickly for, for those listening and stuff, we've gone into this assuming everybody knows and most football fans will yeah. but Troy just tell us <laughs> what it was and how what transpired at the end of this game uh, full story was we lost on the last day where we could have went up I got sent off in that game against Leeds Hall went up last minute they win by <laughs> one we missed out an automatic promotion by one point oh. then we go into the semi-final we get Leicester which is like the hardest game at the time they had Vardy, Kane, Casper Schmeichel, Knockout, Wes, yeah. uh, Wes Morgan. It was a real strong team that was there. Um, and then I was suspended. So I worked the Sky. I was in Did the, you? Yeah, I actually yeah. worked Sky then. And we missed about 10 chances and they beat us 1 0. Oh. And the guy went to me in the studio, like the, he had a Leicester guy. I can't think it was Steve Walsh, I think it was, was in there in the old centre half. And he was like, as long as we keep this guy quiet, we'll win. And they were like really confident with it. And uh, and I remember saying on air like, it'll be job done when I'm back. Because I was just that arrogant at the time, like so self-assured, like we'll win, I'm back. It'll be a different story. We score, they score, we score again. So it's 2-2, two -two, last minute of the game. And Anthony, Knock minute. Yeah, Anthony Knockart made a horrible dive. Say it. Yeah, you Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy will say it. Yeah, he went, he went down very easily. Was it Doily? Doily gave it away, was it? Uh, no, it was my, Matthew Bridges. Yes, it, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. No, it was, that's a lie. Matthew Bridges gave the ball away. It was Marco F Cassetti. A foreign player, it was yeah, foreign Marco player, Cassetti, yeah, yeah, it was, it was foreign player, a lie, yeah. sorry. Yeah. My facts are not great. And then, so 95th minute, if they score, they go through. And we're all heartbroken by a dive, very much before uh, VAR days. And Nugent's yeah. um, their penalty taker. Harry Kane was on the pitch as well. Wow. Knockout took the ball yeah. away. And he said, I'm, I won it, I'm good. I won it. He won it his moment and he missed the penalty. 
then he missed. Hold on, the hold on, hold on, hold on. He didn't miss a penalty. Wait, <laughs> I knew that was coming. He didn't miss a penalty, did he? Big no. Manuel made a, obviously saved the penalty, but then got up somehow. But you're a goalkeeper, right? How slow did you leave? <laughs> yeah. The first one, he saves it. I'm like, yeah. oh great, and then he was like, he stumbles into the ball. Doesn't the he? reason why he saved it is because he was so stiff. Right, <laughs> getting up was like installment. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He made the double save, and yeah. then boom, double save and everyone's going and I was speaking about this with uh, Watford the other day actually it, it felt like a wall of noise Yeah. so if you yeah. can imagine one end of the pitch is just saved it's like oh, what's going on Leicester fans are really disappointed but then we've cleared it and it's like oh it, we're on the attack here. rapid oh, counter attack what, what's happening what, and, uh, you can yeah. hear the noise go what, and it's like yeah. everyone's standing up you can hear all the chairs banging and um, I was on like the halfway line going oh, rubbish this is a crap way to go out <laughs> And I kind of turned around and was like, I better start running here. <laughs> everyone was just flying past me. And then I've kind of come in late into the box. And it, as you hear, he's like, Forest Dieri, crosses yeah. it to Hoggy. Hoggy heads it back. I score, I score on the volley from like 12 Shirts yards. Shirts off. Out. Shirts off. Ran. Don't know how we got that he shirt back. He was at this way. point. Did you get it back, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my belly was all over the Have place. you still got that shirt? <laughs> Uh, my mum has yeah I don't oh, keep anything mate I've never kept know. anything no my mum and my nan have got everything and I jumped into the to the crowd my brother caught me and then all my pals that's nuts piled no, I'm getting goosebumps now because this is what <laughs> I was this is what I mean I, 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 it keeps getting dredged up on the internet and guys what we'll do is if you're watching this on YouTube okay we're going to put a link to this goal in the description down below go and watch it and you I will think, get I think it's done like 70 oh, million views easily mate like it's the biggest like buzz kind of oh my gosh moment yeah, of football you've ever seen John Marks in fairness yeah. to him who is he works for Watford he's a commentator on the match days for Watford his commentary yeah. is incredible <laughs> Hog <laughs> is unbelievable it's it it? absolutely you can't write it I know no, it's it's right. but the best part about it for me was like the whole crowd just kind of piled onto the pitch yeah. and all rules went out the window Zola's like, going mad yeah he falls over and then he's like <laughs> his senses come back to him and he's like what am I doing ah he tries to run back yeah, but yeah there's people on crutches on the pitch it was yeah it was good it was good for wow. us so that's not your best that's moment not- <laughs> <laughs> we spent 20 minutes on that one yeah great my, my best moment is uh, getting promoted for the first time yeah because uh, I could have left in the summer Chose not to. Um, scored 20 goals. Excuse me. 30, 21 goals, sorry. 13 assists. And I was captain for the first year. And then we got the we got the job done at Brighton. And uh, we didn't find out until we was on the bus home. But that was the, you know, like the the deciding moment of like, yes, I finally, finally done it. Yeah. Made it to the big And it was, like jo- it was like job done, wasn't it? Yeah. The semi-final Wolves, was it? When you've yeah. when you've unmunted that penalty, yeah, standard. Like, yeah, you know I'll give you I'll that. give you one more bit of it exclusive as well. So when this because we're taking it in those in those areas, when we got back on the bus, the first when we got promoted the first time, I think Miguel Layun was the first guy on Instagram at the time and Twitter. So he had like a million followers, a Mexican guy. And he was the only one who recorded it because we didn't <clears throat> do it back then. It was a bit like, that's strange. What are you yeah. doing that for? So he had all the content. And then everyone's gone off the bus. And I used to make a thing of being last off the bus. And I remember I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to phone my dad. And then I was like, boop, oh shit, he's dead. Yeah. And like, that was oh, the moment. Wow. Like, that's why all the tears come afterwards. Because I was like, I'm going to phone my dad. He'll be buzzing up in the prem. I went to ring the, and I was like, ah, 
he's dead and that and then it all just oh, came out of me yeah. it's amazing that how it, what the, the emotions that it invokes isn't it yeah. he's like yeah. football is we were talking about it on the pod the other day and, and I mentioned there was a comparison I'd mentioned with rugby and football and mm-hmm. like got crucified for it and, um, <laughs> but football is, uh, is mate, very I, unique I think as it? I've got older I've learned to appreciate football a whole yeah. lot more honestly 100%. I think maybe because I'm coming to the end or whatever but I do now I, what, even, like, I've even started watching it on the telly like yeah, before yeah, yeah, I, never, yeah. I was never too yeah, first we're, we're more into it now than we've ever been for sure because we do the you do the prem predictions yeah, yeah. I do all sorts it's of stuff it's all football yeah. content and yeah. stuff and I think it's because our lads are really into it I don't know if you're yeah, the same yeah. but we're just like buzzing for it we yeah, watch it all nice, the time it? Yeah. it is good yeah um, talk to me about being captain how, how proud are you that you've been for how long was it five about eight years, was it five years, years five six years know. Watford FC captain yes yeah, because I played under a lot of captains and I've got to say mate you I thought you were class as a captain and there's lots of different ways you can be a captain mm-hmm. okay and the thing that I used to love about you is you would literally say it exactly how it is mm-hmm. basically how you are as a person right <laughs> you would just say it exactly how you are so there's been times at half time where it'll come in and no matter even who the manager is, sometimes Troy would just go, no, you've been fucking shit, you lot, all right? You've, and you'll just say how yeah. it is. And no matter which way you prefer people to do things, I used to love it because people would sit back and they would go, yeah. Unless it was you. No, honestly, I, <laughs> no, because it would, no, it would no. make people actually just go, yeah, we have. But you said have. the same about um, Pulis as a manager, didn't you? You yeah. said it would just go and say, mate, you've been shit this week. You're Put on his bench. arm around you, unlucky, yeah. mate. You've been shit. You're not playing tomorrow. But I, I always believe that Yes, there's tactics and yes, there's ways of winning games. There's all of that. But we all know, we've all sat and watched football. If you've been crap, you've been crap. There's no point coming in and going, right, if we tactically do this and do that, yes, that will help. But if you don't, if you just shut the fuck up, can we swear? Yeah. Yeah. You shut the fuck up, run, stop moaning, it will get you a long way. And then all the tactics and that will come on the back. But I think we're in a, a culture now where everyone has to speak to everyone the right way and you got to yeah, make sure you don't yeah, say yeah. this and you don't say that and it's just like come on let's just cut the crap play hard work hard go home yeah we don't have to be friends because there's, there's a lot of people we've worked with we're not friends yeah with. sure yeah. and in football when you leave you hardly ever keep in contact with people I'm going to keep in contact with three people yeah from Watford that's not because I don't like them it's just because it's the way it I is. like the other so people what happens when you leave a, it's yeah. again we always it's make life. a comparison it's yeah. a job and you've got 34, not only players, but mm-hmm. staff mm-hmm. and everything else, people around the whole site. Yeah. You can't stay in contact with everyone, can you? No, it's just, it's not realistic. But what it is, just cut the crap. Let's work. Let's yeah. win. And when we win, we'll all have a laugh about when Troy lost his head at half time or when Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say one story. Just come back to my head. Oh, no. I lot- know what story he's going to tell as well. <laughs> I know what story he's going to tell. Everyone thinks Ben's a really nice guy, which he is. Can I just say as well, I've never told this story before, right? Nobody has heard this story. Exclusives all over and the, the lad ripped me for it <laughs> literally every day. Well, I've, I've left, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben is like, he is a really nice guy. But as you know, he has a a competitive streak, shall we say, that he likes to win. Yeah. So there was a game, Stoke, was it Stoke? Yeah, he's come out. No, he didn't come out for a cross. <laughs> yeah. And a couple of people, I won't name names. I will, will Andre Graham will you. Dickhead, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> they said, Fuzzy, come, come get the ball. No, and the in ball. the game, the thing, the yeah. problem was, right, sorry, Troy, <laughs> in the game, they're doing that flingy arm thing. You know, come out, come out, dickheads. Yeah. They're only doing it for the fans. They know, they know exactly what there they're no doing. There was no fans there as well. That was the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> in the telly then, all right? <laughs> so, so anyway, he gets in and uh, I'm just sat in my, in my space and 
Fozzie comes in, he's like, dickheads. Everyone's dickheads and throwing his stuff around. We've won the game, by the way. We've won won the game 3 2, by the way. And then Will comes in and Will didn't know how to get under his skin very easily. And then Dre sat down and he goes, Ben, just come for the ball. Like, as a joke, he lost it. Well, your shit, your shit, we've all been shit. So fuck off. And it just went. And it was the biggest like hissy fit. Toys out the proud yeah. you've ever seen. So every day, like for like a month afterwards, everyone was like, but your shit anyway. <laughs> it's the fact that Clevs Clevs came out, you're pissing yourself laughing. You're just like you I could see you literally just going, Oh, just leave him to it. It's buzzing his tits off. Clevs has to come over and go, Fozzy, stop calling everyone shit, please. Mate, and I'm going, No, you've been shit. But you've been yeah. shit. You're shit as well, Clevs. Yeah. In that game against Norwich, and he pulled up like facts oh, that he's been holding no. it. In that game against that, you was crap as well. And you gave a penalty. It was oh, it was the biggest class. hissy fit. And I'm just in the corner laughing because I knew it was like a get it all out yeah. moment but it was never going to go into like physical or, or to that point where it overstepped the line but it was a no, very funny moment <laughs> so like so you, obviously you've got stories like captains and stuff and again yeah. I'll come at it from the fan point of view what does a cap what's a what's a captain do in, these days is not, captain? not much mm, say not much um, Watford was a very unique place in the sense that you know, uh, manager turnover. I'm not saying anything we don't know. Yeah, manager yeah, yeah. turnover was was frequent. So you kind of had to always be the bridge as a captain or senior players. We always had to be the link between yeah, yeah, yeah. the dressing room and, and the board really because people were coming it's and just going. just the way it runs. Yeah, that's yeah. the way Watford runs. The way yeah, Watford runs. No, that's not a disrespect to them because they've been successful of it. But we had to make sure that, that they understood, you know, why certain things were happening. So... I can speak about it because I don't like the guy, but uh, Ivic. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> not like you to say it, I went to Go on. I don't. Do you know what it is? I just, and you can back me up with this. I never said anything negative to him. No, in true there. that. No. It was just the way that he, he left, and we'll come on to that, but he was like doing uh, very tactical sessions, very slow, and, you know, two hour sessions, and it was really very like, dour, what, though. Yeah, wasn't it? And very every, dour. And even when we won, it would always highlight the negatives. So like right, we won yeah, 4-1, yeah. well, that goal shouldn't have happened and you should have been stood there. And it was really like, excuse me, the, the Pepsis are kicking him. <laughs> uh, very mundane and like, if it was, just felt like he was in a, you felt like he was going to grey day, he was always raining and uh, kind of went to like, you know, the lads need a bit more positivity. Like, I know that's your personality. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then we had a meeting and we loved a meeting, didn't we? Loved a meeting. He loved a meeting. You had four meetings a week about like one game and it's like come on we're playing now mm. let's go and then when he he eventually left against uh, Huddersfield, Huddersfield. Um, I got dropped because they thought my load was high which is a new thing that's came into football which is bullshit by the way <laughs> it's bullshit like, this, he like, said load he said his load so basically they think so he's too tired they yeah. think he can't play the game properly like, it's like a stress yeah, yeah, like a stress thing. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. based upon numbers like yeah. yeah oh well you trained like every day this week so you must be tired instead of just asking you is yeah, it, how yeah, do you yeah. feel it's Troy? not well, like a conversation but like for you for example you might recover quickly you might yeah. just be yeah. that way inclined that you can or go or when the game go. kicks off he'll just suck it up and yeah, do it and yeah, yeah, exactly. basically. yeah but it was like and I'd scored a couple before and he just kind of went like he didn't even tell me I was dropped which was annoying and then he asked to see me but I was doing something and that kind of got misconstrued. I was doing something with the physios and he's come and asked to see me, but I was on the physio bed. It was like, as you would do, wouldn't you? Let me finish this and I'll come in. When he wasn't there. Long story short, anyway, I'm on the bench against Huddersfield 
and then he doesn't bring me on. We're losing 2 0. 2 0. We were crap. I had a stink well. of the first goal. Did, someone yeah, when yeah, I tried to did. pass it out when he yeah, goes. Yeah. Sorry, lads. Sorry. Yeah. So it was really bad. 2 0 down. And I thought, he's got to bring me on at half time. And then he come out and he called Stipe. Yeah. And I was like, bit of a piss take, but it's fine. They'll come on at 60. And then he sent everyone to warm up. Uh, warm up, sorry, but, but me. So then I was like, well, there's a problem now. Don't know what's happened. And then in, remember we were getting changed in the uh, like a canteen area, wasn't it? Yeah. Because of the can COVID. I say can I say another bit to the story as well? When it was about we were two 0 down, we were getting pumped. The lads, the spirit had gone. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. knew the spirit had gone from the squad. We were struggling badly. And in the 80th minute, two 0 down, he bought on a new right back and a new left back. And I remember yeah. thinking, oh my god, yeah, so Troy like, is just sitting there. Basically, we yeah. just need a striker on, and he's like, just bought um, a right and a left back that on. Was just to, that was, yeah, that was exactly that was more of an ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, oh, you're getting it tomorrow. And like, I would never kick off I've, in all the time. We could tell you, I've never kicked off in a dress. If yeah, I'm not playing, people, I would yeah. never kick off in front of anyone. But the following morning, I'll be in at eight o'clock and I'll be waiting for you in your office. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's have a chat about what just You don't happened. want Troy went outside your office, Heck do you? No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no. That sounded very intimidating. But no, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. We have a conversation. And, um, and in that game, he kind of went around everyone, shook everyone's hand. And then just missed me. Oh. And I was like, I just went, oh, you're a dickhead. Like, I couldn't help it. And he was like, what? I went, you are a dickhead. And then I just got changed. And my car was there. And yours, we were both going home. I get in the car. He's been sacked. And then he's got into an interview and said it was my fault. And I was like, what? So you didn't pick me. You dropped me for some bullshit reason. Didn't play me. And now it's my fault. Blamed the team all lost. on you. And then I was getting hammered by the fans. And I'm like, I'm not having this. So I literally uh, spoke to my agent. I went, you speak to the club or I'm going to go on an Instagram live tonight and explain my side of it. And I think then Duxbury came out and, and you know, kind of tried said, to like, calm it a bit. Tried to calm it. But if I'd have exposed it like I am now at the time, it would have been, uh, it would have been kind. I'd say, you know what you said a minute ago about uh, Tony Pulis and about how if you do, he's happy to just put his arm around you and say, you're yeah, good yeah, shit. And it'll explain to you. So I'd say, if Troy's waiting outside the manager's office at eight o'clock in the morning, something hasn't been done properly. Yeah. Because the way you work, you just want it done properly. Everything exactly. should be done properly. And if you're waiting outside their office, it's because they've either not told you, shit themselves, done it the wrong way. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason why. Well, so I'd, I'd say it's, I'd, it's that's not a Troy problem. That is because it wasn't done properly. But it's easy to blame me though, isn't it? For sure. Of course it's easy it is, to yeah. blame me because everyone thinks I've got like, at times people think I've bought players in at Watford like I have that much power and he knows I have zero power yeah. all I have is like a tiny bit of influence in terms of have you ever thought about doing this like giving someone a bit of information what they do with that it's just sensible though isn't it yeah we don't know but that's how it should be as senior players I would think that you, yeah. would, you would seek the advice of senior players yeah. at the football club to just do a bit of due diligence yeah. just find yeah. out the good players yeah. what's he like is he a good exactly. lad will he fit in well mm -hmm. he's not a knobhead yeah. is he or anything like that <laughs> it's cultural as well though because obviously yeah. with, with that gaffer that you were talking about surely they would know how they treat people and how they mm -hmm. manage people because like you say it's not a hard thing to do, even if you have a different style saying, oh, you know, you, I, I want to play this. But even if it's like him do it, just like get an assistant or yeah. send yeah, a text. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable having face-to-face, -face, send a text message. Like you're not playing because of this reason. Right, anyway, let's move Sorry. on from football. Okay, Troy, yeah. I'm thoroughly enjoying this, by the way. This is absolutely smashing. Yeah. How good is it? It's, it's wicked. I'm, I knew I was buzzing for this anyway, but this is world-class. I'm buzzing. <laughs> right, I want to talk boxing, okay? 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Frankie Boy has made a lovely little graphic up for you in a minute, right? I yeah. know you love your boxing, all right? Have you ever watched any of the YouTube boxing? I have, <laughs> I have. unfortunately, I have. You yeah. just love boxing, don't you? Yeah, I do love it. I d- enjoy the uh, individual, like a bit like cycling. Like yeah. you, you know that you put the work in and the results are on you. Exactly. That's what I like about it. In a yeah. team sport, it's difficult, isn't it? As a striker, I need someone to pass me the ball. As a keeper, you need someone to block the shots. Boom. So it's that kind of aspect of it. Okay, so we've got a question for you. And the question is, would you ever be tempted to do a an exhibition okay. boxing fight with YouTubers? Because obviously there's a lot of money in YouTube boxing. Yeah, yeah. As you see the likes of KSI, um, Paul, Logan Paul, Jake yeah. Paul, they're fighting Mayweather's people yeah. like that. So can we just get this graphic up on screen? <laughs> Look at this bad boy. <laughs> can we say, by the way, that your head, oh, guys, if you're watching on, uh, we'll put the, put the picture on screen now if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, please head over to the YouTube channel, the Fozcast podcast, and have a look at this picture. I yeah. changed it. Is it I Rocky? Did, it. did, didn't it? And I put you on Muhammad Ali. Oh, ah, there oh, you nice. go. He gets a race. He gets a promotion. No, <laughs> do you know, do you know what it is? I would, I would definitely do a fight of that. I've always spoke about doing like a, a white colour boxing event. Yeah, nice. Just because I, I generally just want to do it once. Um, but I don't know if my son would allow me. KSI is like his hero. Mate, I honestly think you would batter KSI. <laughs> I'm not even joking, right? I've I, watched him I and would, he's very good. He is very good. You're an animal, a, mate. He's an unbelievable human being for what he's been doing. For sure, man. yeah, for sure. But I would take his head clean off. Heck yes. Yeah. Come on, KSI. We want <laughs> a bit of this, on. all right? Let's get it on. I don't think you want any of Troy Daney. I've seen him. When the red mist comes down, this guy is unstoppable. The weights he chucks about the place. I think I looked at the weights earlier of how much KSI weighs. I think he's about 92 kilo, 93 fighting weight. Is it? Yeah, so I think... I didn't think he was that big. So, yeah, he said 92, 93 kilo fighting oh, okay. weight. So you're not a million miles no, off I've from each other. I've just got down 96 this morning. Yeah? So I could, I could drop another To be fair, mate, you've been looking svelte this season. I said yeah. it to you, haven't I? Like, you're looking yeah. mean, lean yeah. and mean this season, mate. But if you want to do boxing, then yeah. All right, sweet. I'll, I'll pile a little bit back on night before. Yeah, we'll we'll pencil you in for this <laughs> one, all right, boys. So, every, anybody want to see a bit of a boxing fight between Troy? You Deeney? got any any good mentors? Anyone you know that could uh, give you? Yeah, a few one, tips? one or two. One or two people I know who could uh, teach me. They normally get all the best at the Mayweather's and that, but I'll just go and I'll get like AJ. Tony Bellew. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think you just dropped something down there. Name. Oh, no, yeah, picked up picture <laughs> Antip. <laughs> I think something was actually dropped though, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it's, just, it's just a couple of names. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, love it. brilliant. Love it, mate. Love it. Heard it, me and AJ are friends. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I know Tony as well. So I would probably like, for like a, a KSI or something like that, I'd probably go like, seek out like a Dillian White. Yeah, someone nice. Someone that's like, just knows how to like, a, take a few hits, but just maul you. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Jump all over He's you. a fighter, like isn't it? he? Yeah, yeah. Proper fighting, man. So, yeah, I love it. Uh, right, okay. Um, we put some... Uh, well, I put a tweet out earlier and I said, right, How guys... response? Do people like me? Buzzing, mate. They love you. Oh. I'd say the majority of it is from Blues fans and Watford fans. But they, again, everybody absolutely loves you. And we asked... So I basically put a tweet out, guys, and I said, right, I've got Troy Deeney on the Fozcast later on. Get your burning questions in and I'll see if I can pick the good ones. Yep. Some funny ones. We'll pick the good yeah. ones and we'll see if Troy Deeney can answer them for you. So, boom, we picked out the best ones. Tomasi. Right, okay. Do you mix ketchup and mustard on your hot dog? What? Yeah. That's that wasn't import- one of the good ones. Yes, it was. That was I'm one of say, the- this is the standard. Um, <laughs> they get better, mate, got, honestly. They get better. <laughs> no, here's one for you then. Right, so um, this one made me smile. No, you don't mix your sauces. That's what he does. It's weird. Oh, yeah, oh, he is. Pesto yeah. and ketchup. Will we sauce. see you in the George this season after full time? 
Oh yeah, of course you will. You saw me in there when I, whenever I play at Blues, I always go to George. I got friends and family that go in the pub afterwards, so you will see me in a boozer near you. You got questions there, or no, mate? You right. got the ones in front of you. Go on. Okay. You did Sar- this before you two. I know. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two worst questions. Surely there are better questions no, 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 than no, no, this. No, 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 no. Saro Delafeo. Oh yeah. Saro, I'm going You've to got say Saro. Come yeah. on. Saro is beautiful. He is beautiful, isn't he? Yeah, it is like picking like Ronaldo or Messi. Like yeah, it's yeah, what yeah. you like. Delafeo had more trickery and yeah. probably technically better, but Saro is just so fast. Okay. He's um. He, he could be anything, couldn't he? Of course he could, yeah. He could but, be absolutely anything. Yeah, but it, it is funny when you're like, especially on the bench, you're like, you see him kick it and run. Because yeah. everyone doesn't, re- he doesn't look fast. You know, like Adama Traore looks fast when yeah, he's running yeah. and powerful. He just glides. And it's so funny seeing people go, whoa, what was that? Yeah. Mate, so, first uh, game of the season, we when we played Villa, Matty Target, poor lad, yeah. got pulled off at halftime. Yeah. I'm sitting on the bench, it's me, Troy, we've got Danny Rose, right? Any time the ball got to his mouth, he would literally knock it up the line. And his acceleration yeah. is that fast, right? That he's ahead of him before yeah. like the, the bloke is literally about to get into his stride, yeah, Matty yeah. Target. And he's already there. So and most of the time, he's trying to grab onto him, claw onto him, <laughs> and he's rolling on the floor. And the, we were literally diving over seats going, oh my God, oh my yeah, God. He's like, this is incredible. He's an absolute joke. Uh, uh, quickly, while we're talking about absolute legends of the game, Ronaldo, by the way, did you see his oh, couple of goals last night? More importantly, the goals. But he looks fantastic. <laughs> and it's not the tan. He it, just looks amazing. Mate, again, put this, again, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put it on now. Put the picture on. It is ridiculous. The guy yeah. is 36 years old, Troy. Yeah, he's not drinking Pepsi Max, is he? It, I, mate, I don't know what he's doing, but he's not normal. He's not human, is he? Nah, and I think at United is a dream team. You, he's got to be in the dream team, mate, and captain. For sure, mate. Every single week, without I'm gonna, doubt. I'm going to have to get rid of a few. Mate, you wild might, card. You might have to get out. Mate, it's fine. You might have to get rid of a few more to afford Ronaldo yeah. for Ben. 12 and a half mil wild card though. He's coming in. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Come on. Right. Boom. Uh, you were known to put it about a bit on the pitch. So oh, On the pitch. Still <laughs> know where that was going there. Yeah. <laughs> so hardest defender. So who's give, given you as good as they've got? Company. Vincent Company. Physically, Vincent Company. The best defender is Van Dyke. Yeah. All round. But physical, going to have a fight. Him or Big Danny Shitu. Who is my number one? I've weighted him and put him on his. Danny Shitu? Yeah, put him on his. Back so that's that's the, doing some. That's my like claim to fame. Right? Yeah. I played with Danny Shitu. He is. He's a huge, huge, like human fridge. He's Everything. Massive. It's just yeah. muscle on muscle everywhere. He's an absolute joke. <laughs> um, do you think Virgil van Dijk might be the best defender ever? Of ever? Oh. That's a statement. I think he might be, mate. Over Rio? Yeah. JT? Yeah. Maldini? Yeah. I think the oh, way the game is now. Wow. The way the yeah. game is now. I think generationally he's, he's definitely very good. I love Rio Fernando. He is the man. I do love Rio Fernando. I think I, I did an interview earlier and they asked me for the best centre-back partnership ever. And I went for Rio over Vidic because I think as a partnership, they are just the dream. Yeah. They're the dream. They are. Yeah. And that Vid- narrowly beats Van Dijk and Matip, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, you played with Vidic as well. He was yeah. like headbutt the back Sicker. of your head. Animal. And win the ball. Yeah. yeah. They were good. I think when Rio kind of come to the end of it, was it Craig Bellamy that ran him? Against you, wasn't it? Oh, fuck off, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It yeah. was me. And it, 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 like my arms went like all <laughs> loose and it just went straight in the yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. I think but, that was my last game for Man United as well. Honestly, mate. I was done after that. Hey, you've played it for Man United. Yeah. Not many um, people could say that. Are they honestly the calibre of the questions? I left that to you as well. Is That's, that as good as they get? Right there, that was a good oh, one. All right, okay. Right, okay. 
perfect strike partner. You can choose anyone, any generation Ooh, good. to suit you R9. and your skill set. Perfect R9. partner. R9. 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 Oh, powerful. Powerful. Runs in behind. Yeah. Very quick. Just just take all the hits for him and just give him the ball. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Go on, put it in the back of the net. Yeah. yeah. Favourite well. favorite manager you've ever worked under? Zola. Gianfranco Zola. Yeah, nice. Really nice human being. Technically helped me a lot, but just a great human. We uh we got um a train to I think Sunderland, I think, or maybe Middlesbrough. It was definitely up that way anyway. And you know, like we get the two carriages and there was like a lady, she had like a, a kid in this arm, like three or four bags in the other, and she couldn't get a seat because the train was rammed. And he just opened the door and he was like, You can have my seat and like Lovely. like for everyone else, that's just a normal thing, but in football we're all like pretend you didn't see it kind of yeah, thing and he yeah. was just like no you can have my seat and he just stood for like four hours brilliant and he was like that was just him in a nutshell lovely that yeah that love nice. that <clears throat> okay we'll go one more because um, we want to just touch on the media afterwards um, yeah, I've got nothing but time you brilliant. don't do what you want timeline on buying blues <laughs> on what oh, buying yeah. blues what do you, you mean? Know, so what happened right and, and JK I, I love you mate but you're a sausage in this situation me and him were speaking personally like away from cameras and everything and uh he said to me about a year ago will you come to blues and you know like i like my business stuff and i was like where i'm at at the minute mate i'd be more interested in trying to buy it than coming yeah, that was right. like oh, okay where okay. i was at yeah yeah we do the sit down on monday and he's like well you spoke about buying blues before so when are you gonna do it and i was like <laughs> a few people mentioned that actually yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, really? yeah 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 and it's, it's kind of cool but like funny enough that's come out and i won't say that the two people's name but there's two uh, two pros that were from Birmingham that were like I'd be interested really? in getting involved in, if you was going to get in a consortium yeah because I'm, I'm more on like the Niall Quinn version I'll yeah, be the yeah. face of it and yeah mate, I'm, I'm doing alright but I'm not doing that well do you know what I mean? I can't buy a football. I, I think Blues are a bit of a sleeping giant, to be honest with you. Oh, oh, I huge. think Blues have, like, if they can get somebody to do it properly, they could be yeah. an absolute monster. They really, yeah. as they're they my be, employees, I would say they're doing everything proper at the moment. Exactly. Yeah, I would yeah, 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 But I would certainly look to do that three, four, five years from now. If I could generate enough capital, I think with a name, knowing the community, as you said, it's a, it's a sleeping giant. But if you yes. get the right people with the right pieces in there, you can do you can do uh, endless things there. So yeah, just something that got brought up in a personal conversation that got transferred into this, and now yeah, it's not stop. Everyone thinks I've come here to do like three years and then buy it in the yeah. fourth. Yeah, you heard it first, guys. Troy Daney is buying Birmingham. <laughs> we've, had, we've had Bex buy it with Miami, and Troy's going to be in Birmingham. That's got nothing. All right, yeah. after football, so say two, three years time, whatever it might be. What do you see Troy do Daney doing? Everyone says media. And I enjoy it, but I'm not as like I'm not at the stage where you at where you like you're you're having fun with it. Yeah. I'd kind of like to talk about football or you know, I've got other things with like socially, obviously with the race and stuff and all, all the things with like education, I'm I'm more down that route. It's not really glamorous, is it? If I did a YouTube channel talking about like the school curriculum, you ain't getting the views like change, that, everyone's yeah. gonna go four off, mate. Should do really, but it doesn't Yeah, matter. but um I don't know, mate. I'm doing all right off off the pitch, so do you know? I, do you know what I think? I said to you earlier. I said, um, I said, I think I could see Troy in a bit of a sort of chief exec role. I could yeah, definitely see like you at a football club doing a kind of. You still got. You still know players. You still yeah. know people. You got a lot of contacts, and you'll be able to bring a lot of big names and a lot of players into a football club that chooses to put you in that position. Yeah, and I think 
my biggest thing is trust. I don't think anyone says they don't trust me. I don't think that's something. Yeah, you've got like, a good name in the game. Yeah, like really anyone, good name. If people phone me and say, "Oh, what's fuzzy?" Like I'd tell yeah. them the truth. If he wasn't a good guy, I'd be like, "Stay away from him, mate." Or you know, and also I've told that you saw it this year when lads would get phone calls and like QPR phone me about Dre, for example. They might not have phoned him. I just see him in the change room, mate. Just spoke to QPR. Yeah. Told him you were great. I don't know whether you want to follow up on that. Yeah. So I'm not an agent. It's like, just do whatever just you want. Just pass it on. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people respect my opinion. So maybe something like that. But I don't know, mate. I enjoy it. I'm too much of a free spirit. I just enjoy. It's a good place to be, mate. It is. Yeah. It's a good place to be. It's interesting though with the media, you touch on it with, with uh, was it JK, did you say? Yeah. Uh, before yeah. and... I think you two actually, two both of you are, are kind of two of the footballers that will, if you get asked the question, you won't give the kind the of answer. stock answer. Yeah. Because, um, you know, famously, I think you were 30 when someone said about you being old and you've called him a cheeky bastard. Oh, yeah. Well, End of the Prem season a couple years ago, wasn't it? Really I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah, yeah. that. But like, Tubes, funnily enough, it was Tubes that mentioned on his channel a while ago, I don't know whether it was with Declan Rice or even yourself, but he said, if you keep asking them shit questions, they will give you shit answers. Yeah, yeah and I think also as well when you when you look at it, not, I don't think there's not many good uh, reporters anymore. There's a lot of people that have kind of stumbled into it, so that they don't know the emotion of it. So you've just lost. <clears throat> yeah, everyone's relegated, and you want to go. Well, how do you feel now with your age? Honestly, fuck off, mate. I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to yeah, do. Yeah. But I'm trying to put my professional hat on, or, or yeah. like. If Ben's got to go out and he's he's let one in and they've lost one nil, talk us through that goal, oh, mate. The last yeah. thing he wants to do yeah, is that. True. So you know, I yeah, because you're a goalkeeping coach, mate. Gauge the room, exactly, yeah. gauge the room, gauge basically. the room, yeah. and they're all trying to. And I feel like, and it's more your space, but everyone's trying to get clicks and likes and yeah. say something controversial instead of standing on something. So when I did talk sport, for example, um, I have I didn't hammer him. I kind of said. They were talking about Man United's defence. This is 18 months ago when they were going through that patch. And I just said it should be about the leadership more than the defenders. It shouldn't be Harry Maguire. It should be everyone. Because I think Pogba was getting a bit of stick. Yeah, yeah. I still stand on what I said. And I've had conversation with Harry afterwards. And once he understood what I said, it was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. But when people hear like Man United, you get a million people. <laughs> why, are you, why are you talking yeah. about them? You can't yeah. do that. But me who's played against them and in the game and Fuzzy who's played for them, we have more insight than the journalist who gets fed nonsense by the agents. Second-hand news, yeah. basically. He's and just taking it from yeah. somebody but, else. But they all take it because he has journalists above his name as, as fact. Whereas yeah. we know what it's like. Pete, players talk. Football is a very small community, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, true that. Yeah. So what happens in a club, you'll hear about it, yeah. whether it be a day later or a week later. And it's just one of those things, really. That's why it's nice to hear proper insight from players and stuff. Because mm. obviously, you've got you do your bit of talk sport. Uh, you still do the sun with the yeah. The sun's there. still carrying on. The talk sport has died down. That was the Monday mornings at three forty-five were killing mate. me. Wow. But um, talk sports died down. The sun. I've got three years with them. They've just extended. So right. Yeah, just just having a bit of fun. I've got the podcast that I do. Not yes. to this level, I must admit. It has shown me up. Mate, you can good... come no, and no, use no, this mate. room whenever you want yeah. and I will happily come and be a guest on your I'm, podcast, mate, all right? You've got some... Be. So Deanie Talks, yeah. Spotify, everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've had some belting guests, haven't you? Yeah, but that was just boredom again. But again, through the respect of me going out and drunk, can I have a chat? Of course, can Troy. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. AJ, can we have a chat? That's Couple of crazy though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> out John. Yeah. You know. yeah have, you got, have you got the old phone number in your phone? I've got the phone number and the email, but it's more... You ain't like, got a bigger name in your phone book, surely. A lot of people... Piers Morgan? 
Nah, nah I would jump. jump. <laughs> Sorry, Piers. Nah, mate. I wouldn't I've trump got, you. I've got, a, I've got a few names like that, but I I don't ever ask anyone for anything. Yeah. So I think when they realise I'm asking, it's like, oh, he must be wanting to do this. Uh, Troy, honestly, mate, I I told you it was going to be wicked. Yeah, that's Frank, an hour and wicked, isn't it, mate? That was. Thoroughly enjoyable and keep being Troy Deeney exactly the same you are. I know you will do anyway. And I'm really excited to see how you do this season at Blues because I know you'll smash it, mate. It's going to be a question that everyone wants to know. When are you coming back? Where to? To Blues, mate. Well, my contract's up in the summer. Everybody knows this, all right. And once we get to that point, we'll make a decision and go from there. Honestly, though, I love if it. You, I l- if you I, go to hashtag United, I'll be fuming. No, nah, I think I'll do it. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. I'm good to go for another year or two, I think. But yeah. I, I love it. Like I do. I buzz off the fact that I can make another decision at the of end course. of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've, earned, you've earned it, mate. Yeah. You've earned it. This exactly. is what I was going to say. You've both earned, you've come to the stage in your career where you've still got so much to give but you've got options and that's it it's a nice place to be exactly mate exactly yeah. so um, no thanks for coming on today mate really no, appreciate really that um, one thing we always do when we sign off is Tomasi do it the up the you know that one up the Fozcast up the Fozcast up the Fozcast <laughs> <Love that. laughs> with conviction Troy Danny wicked mate thank Great. you Troy wicked mate <laughs>